Thank you for tuning in to One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. To fully appreciate our episodes, we definitely recommend that you've at least seen the movie we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're three friends that love bourbon, movies, and beer. But please take note that none of us are actual experts in any of these subjects. Yes, for sure. Not even close to experts. But we do love all three of these, and we really love drinking beer and bourbon. (laughs) A lot. Also, this podcast will contain many spoilers and some adult content. That's pretty fucking valid. Yeah, and if you enjoy the show, please subscribe to get updates on new episodes when they come out. And please leave us a five-star review because you just love us so stinking much. <laughs> so so stinking much. You can also check out our website, one bourbon, one movie, one beer.com. That's using the number one instead of the word one. You can also follow links on that website to our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter page. Enjoy the show. Welcome to One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. I'm Whip. I'm Paul. And my name is Ryan. And we just watched Tenet. Tenet. Holy heckers, did we. In the theaters. Yes. It literally sat in theater chairs and watched a movie. With a mask on. Burly chairs. Here's the thing. You know how you knew it was actually in theaters? Because Wit ordered popcorn and never got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Diet Coke and well, he just made me pay for it. I got it the <laughs> third time that I ordered it. And then, therefore, I got it for free. And then I was really Dude. thirsty. And I was like, can I get like a Diet Coke? You and know what's like, funny? Is yeah. That I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I never right got my that. Diet Coke, but I got a bill for it. And they're like, don't worry about it. I was like, I still want the Diet Coke. Well, the messed up part was like, you've had multiple servers during this transaction. But the guy that gave you the bill for the Coke you didn't buy or get yet, you're like, I didn't get this yet. And he's like, I'll be right back. And then he comes back to like get the bill that you pay for. The same dude. And you're like, didn't get my dad Coke. He's like, really? And I'm like, you're the dude. Like, <laughs> you're, the you're, the, you're the guy who actually brought the popcorn. You're the after same the guy that gave me the free upgraded popcorn. Right. And I would, I, and, and for I the have record, bad luck with the. I would movie chalk that up as, oh, it's been three months and they have been closed, they've been rusty, but that happens to you pre-pandemic. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they must know that I own my own popcorn machine because they're like this guy. He doesn't need to be ordering popcorn. Well, he has not. With that being said, it was a normal experience at the movies. <laughs> yeah. So we nice. were right back in the driver's seat. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but. For the movie that we've been waiting if for. If we're going to get back in the theaters and go see a movie, <laughs> we really jumped in. Dude. Hardcore. Both feet. Well, this is ironic because when we... Backwards and forwards. When we started this podcast, like recording, <laughs> Whit and I started with Inception to prep for this movie because we thought it was supposed to come was, out back then. It was, not, <laughs> it was not enough prep work. It's ironic. <laughs> 12 episodes in and we finally get to this okay, damn movie. So you, this watch is... it, you watch Inception and you're like, oh, I totally understand that. You watch this and you're like, what the F? <laughs> yeah, so this is just a little mini episode. Yeah. First impressions because... Bonus scene. We will touch on it towards the end of this, but we are going to need to do a full episode on this movie. Yeah. But um, this is... Literally, just a first impressions bonus episode on Tenet. First of all, why did we want to see this movie, especially in theaters? It's a Nolan movie. It's a Nolan movie. It's a Nolan movie. We all and, agree. It's well, because of Christopher I, Nolan. For me, Nolan, and that, watching Inception, watching Interstellar is non... Like, I mean, I, I cut my teeth with Nolan with Prestige and the Batman trilogy, mm-hmm. and he just keeps getting better. better. Like, he does not... 
take a step yeah. sideways. He may have like a step in a different direction with a different genre or like theme or style or setting, Dunkirk mm-hmm. or whatever. But he crushes it every time. Yeah. He puts so many friggin' Easter eggs in his movies that it's like, and how when, does he even think to put these in there? And when Nolan says, this is the James Bond movie that I've wanted to make just in my head, you're like, <laughs> okay, I like James Bond. I like pretty much everything Christopher Nolan does. Yeah. So I'm... 110% in for this. It just makes you want him to be the director that takes over after Daniel Craig is done with James Bond because right. he's the director you want to take over every movie franchise to. you like. I, <laughs> I feel like uh, let's, let's feel be like realistic. It, let's be clear. If James Bond just stopped making James Bond movies after Daniel Craig, I'm I, and Chris Nolan keeps making movies forever, like I'm fine. I don't really need to see. Yeah, James he Bond doesn't anymore. have to do a James Bond movie or we a Star Trek. We talked about it in the theater. We saw the trailer Wars. before this movie, and I'm just like, it's, it's Daniel Craig. He's spinning around in an Aston Martin. He jumps off a bridge. Like I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Bond's doing some stuff. I'm not. I didn't see anything in that trailer that was like, oh, I need to go see this. But Tenant. Shit's moving backwards and forwards, and like people are repelling up buildings and stuff. And I'm like, I need to see what the hell's going on in this because I'm really curious as to Nolan's like his gigantic brain tackling the idea of time travel, entropy, time inversion. No one can really go through something like this like Nolan, and I really yeah. wanted to see what he's going to do. Yeah. And it was more than I expected, like oh, way sure. more. And and I. Some movies I'm not afraid to deep dive into learning more about it before it comes out. But for a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to know too much about yeah. it. And then even when you start looking into it, it's like you're you can't unravel it. <laughs> you don't really get anything. Well, even right. the Batman movies. I mean, like you know that he's going to go and fight the Joker, and you know that he's going to try and save Gotham. But yeah. like Nolan turns everything on itself, and he's like, can you even save Gotham? You know, so yeah. yeah. Even in his Batman movies, you're like, I'm pretty sure I know where it's going. Dude, and then no you're one, like, no one could never give mind. the actual I'm script, sure. just send it out randomly before the movies are even put out in the theater, and it wouldn't change your experience. Like, that dude, like, there's so much in these movies visually mm-hmm. that aren't just script words. Mm-hmm. That, like, visual, visual setups and, like, payoffs and callbacks... You, I mean, literally, if anybody was, like, trying to give you something and talk about this movie beforehand in, like, ten minutes before you went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the opposite of, like, Sixth Sense, where he's like, oh, he's a ghost the whole time. You're like, damn it! That movie's totally ruined for you. Kind of. But kind like, of. For a decent chunk of it. But this is, yeah. Some of well, like, movies. that literally happened to us. Like, we sat down and we were at the bar and we are like... All right, like anybody not ready for this movie, and Ryan's like, I heard that it was going to be hard to follow. And like, <laughs> well, no, yeah. and it and it was, but like we were sitting there going, like somebody already saw it and they tried to ruin it for you, like slightly. No, they just said, <laughs> "What did they say?" That I was confused. I don't know what I watched, and I went well, into I, w- I went into this I with, like we all have with that literally just hearing that, like, oh gosh. I'm just going into this, not going to understand. What <laughs> Ryan's I'm like, see. "Don't worry, guys. I have a podcast where me and my buddies understand everything about movies." <laughs> but the crazy thing I'll is, I'll get it. <laughs> the first half of the movie, you're like, "What is happening? I have no idea what's going on." Yeah. So, first impression of the movie, like, just wholeheartedly, like, did you love it? Did you hate parts of it? Did it all work perfectly? I think we're all 
semi in agreement. It's twelve thirty at night. After we're done with this, I'm going to drive thirty minutes home. I'm still going to think about this movie in the thirty minute mm-hmm. drive, and I'm probably not going to sleep that much tonight because I'm going to be thinking about this movie. Right. Just trying to break it down. I mean, it's it's for me the first impression is that. Nolan has intertwined so many of the things that he's done in his other movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Memento, right? Memento, you're going backwards in time. Yes. You know, he's taking that I, yeah, element right. That's of a good it. call because I, I keep saying Inception. But if you take Inception and Memento and, and have a weird, like, bastard child, that's this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Inception, to a point, these people in Inception understand what the dream is. So they know what the end game But there's there's is. always somebody that knows more than someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that person is, in, is unreliable to the audience. You know, the unreliable narrative construct, right? Where it's like... You think this is the guy that knows what the hell is going on, or he's the protagonist, which is really clever that he threw that into the the, the words of his main dude. Well, th- yeah. that's literally his name in the movie. Is <laughs> right. the protagonist. Exactly. Spoiler alert: his name is the protagonist. Yes. But I but I thought he that was no like real super, life. He literally does super mind blowingly meta that like he says that he is that, and the entire time until eventually you think crap, he has no clue what the hell he's learning about what's happening. Turns out he's the man, the man who everything about <laughs> Full him. on spoiler alert. <laughs> and he is the protagonist because... Yeah, we, put he, it, we probably should have started this off with, there may be spoilers. Well, we are going record, to get our intro. Granted, all of these, granted, all these, these uh, <laughs> like post-watch, quick yeah, first yeah. reactions will be spoiler-laden. Well, granted, you probably won't understand first, what we're talking about anyways. And this, so like, in this particular this movie, is, I wouldn't even know that. This is going to be a meta moment within this like little mini episode because we're working on getting our intro that's going to go into the beginning of all of our other episodes, and yeah. then people are going to listen to this bonus one and be like, oh, that's that point in time that they ironed it out and they were able to release episodes. Yeah. So I feel like that's fitting. So It's perfect. To wrap it up and bring it back. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I think time. I think with this movie and this this conversation, we probably can use some other things other than wrap it up and bring it back. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to wrap let's it up. Let's just go ahead and invert this conversation into something else. <laughs> yeah, let's just go back in time and be like, all right, wit first Yeesh. impression. <laughs> so I loved this movie. My first impression was that I need to see it again because I want to see the stuff that they purposely made me miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. I feel like Nolan does that with every single movie that I watch. There's something yeah. in the Batman movies is an Easter egg that has something to do with Batman. In Memento, it's me trying to figure out where the lapses in the time are mm-hmm. that you can figure out where he's going to start forgetting his memory. In Inception, it's trying to figure out, did he get pulled out of that dream? Is he still in a dream? Did the dream ever really even happen? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're trying to find those layers. In Dunkirk, he's pretty historical so it's hard to find something that's a twist that yeah. i know of i mean i haven't done enough I know. research his, his thing is just like the timelines and how how they you're work. like wait when is this happening when yeah. is this happening we also oh, picked, interstellar you a very like, specific uh battle that that if you look at world war Two as a whole is like the what battles everyone knows about was it world war Two or was it world war one dunkirk was two is it two and then you're thinking of 1917 I'm, I'm starting to blend movies. But, <laughs> not movie. a terrible, awesome film. But what I was trying to say is that he picks a battle that has, like, everyone just knows that, like, these 
English dudes came on boats and saved these guys mm-hmm. stuck on the shore. That's kind of all you know about that battle. But he went into some details that weren't really written in history books. So I think that was interesting for him because it was an easy move. Like, like Saving Private Ryan hit on a specific beach that a lot of people know about that specific yeah. uh Battle and attempt Normandy, and all that yeah. stuff, Normandy. But not many people know about Dunkirk, and that's probably so, why I dug into that one specifically. So, bringing that all together and bringing it back to the first impression, like, Ryan's sitting there going, like, I'm going to think about this, at least for tonight, tomorrow, probably the rest of the week. Probably going to talk about tomorrow playing golf. <laughs> me, and Ryan, <laughs> me and Ryan are definitely going to talk about it tomorrow. Um, again... I'm sitting there in the same boat, and I'm trying to think of the parts where, even when I was seeing some of the inverted stuff, yeah. I was like, did I see a glimpse somewhere? Like, did I miss something? I'm trying to think back, and at the same time as I'm thinking back, I'm looking forward. Yeah. Really cool, really easy to get lost in, but once you start figuring it out at the same rate that the protagonist is figuring it out, you're like... This is really cool. Yeah. Do you agree with all that, Paul? Like, or are yeah. you in a whole nother, like, I've got five cons. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, kind of to your point, I think it is really cool that you start to figure it out the same time the protagonist starts to figure yeah. it out. I think that's It's literally like when he starts seeing things, you're like, oh, crap. I'm How seeing this the it? same exact time as him. Right. That that kind of is kind of hits mine my first impression on the head because I was telling you and I tried to shut up because I wasn't save it for the episode. <laughs> but I liked that there were like nuggets of things that people said that caught my ear and my eye about scenes in the movie where people said a thing that seemed off to me that somebody wouldn't know in the present or paid attention to a detail they didn't really consider that to me it was like stuck out like a like a red herring like it's, that's a thing you know like. So I started seeing threads, and, it, and you're right, it was kind of in line with the protagonist seeing the similar threads, mm-hmm. although I feel like we were a hair ahead of him, like, like if you were paying attention, because you're seeing it from a third-person yeah. perspective. Well, you're, you're able to unravel it from a distance while he's literally trying to yeah, do it, like, exactly. in, on the moment, or... Third person, like, first person. You yeah. start but, seeing people go back and forth, and you're like, wait... Which person's moving forward? Which person's moving backwards? And then they give you a visual cue, right. so like you have some but things they to help shifted, you. So. Right? They shifted at the end. You get to see the fight scene he has with himself from the other perspective, which is <laughs> effing mind blowing. Yeah, alert, the main yeah, character whatever. fights with himself, for himself, along himself, and at the same time as himself, as himself. <laughs> right. But that's also the same moment where you catch a glimpse of Pattinson's character having a moment where he almost spoiled it. Right, like yeah. he knows stuff because he's been here before. He pulls the helmet off and then chucks it back and goes, "Come on!" But like you don't see that. You see his. You, what you do see is his moment where he does pull the helmet and they don't see anymore. And then he just backs off. But it's the opposite like, the side of. And the then you wall. start to think about the scene earlier so, where he was holding the helmet for a second. And you're like, "That's what I'm saying." That, that moment has something where you, to do with it, but it's not where he long does that, I actually got tricked, and I realized, "Holy crap! How did I miss this?" But I thought it was the two of them fighting the two of themselves like he was fighting Pattinson fighting Pattinson and he was fighting himself and then I realized holy shit it's just him yeah but the idea that I was at first I was like he's fighting himself they have similar fighting styles they're like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's inverting fighting inverted himself but there's like 
it just seemed too obvious that it was him. Yeah. And, and I thought Pattinson saw himself for a minute and was about to go, oh, I saw myself, so you probably are fighting yourself. But he didn't say anything, so I'm like, shit, he knows something. And yeah. That, and that was where so, I started going looking for little details. Before before we go too far into creating this into a full-on episode, I mean, again, first impression, why well, we wanted to see it. Literally in the think, middle of mine. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we were on a, a slippery slope no, when no, we no, were going to start talking. I was about to finish my sentence where I was saying way that was long. the moment where I started thinking I needed to see more. Okay. Yeah. And then I realized I missed stuff. I need to rewatch. And I remember being blown away by it. There was like a moment where just because my entire week was incredibly exhausting, where I almost like <laughs> knocked off for a minute because I was just like, a, there's a couple moments in, in Noah movies where they spread out stuff and there's some dialogue, but not a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie had more action than I was expecting. I was expecting more of that moment where it just kind of dragged and explained things. But there was just like two minutes where I was like, ah. and then all of a sudden I was like, Nope, I'm awake now, and I'm yeah. like, I gotta pay attention to everything because if I miss something, yep. I'm gonna screw myself in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> but so, I really, really, really liked it, and I and I thought of like a thousand Nolan tricks, like Prestige. I'm looking for the Prestige, of yeah, this magic man. trick that is his fucking movie. <laughs> and even the stuff that we have said that is spoilers and spoiler alert ish, it's like that still does not spoil this movie, right? Like, no, even if you know that like somehow the main person is going to fight himself. You want to see that unravel? So much more there. It still is really just a setup for more movies. Even though you find out at the end, this is one of the few of those movies. I'm not going to say what it was, but I'm just to find out something at the end where you're like, "Oh, that's a huge answer," but it's not. Like there's still mm -hmm. like this entire chunk of story that I want to see. Yeah, how does he get to that part? Like how does he become that person? I'm just like, holy crap. It sets it up to be able to be... It's got to be a trilogy. This it's time. either going to be a trilogy. It could be a one-off. He could leave it right where it is, just this like is, he did with Inception. This is, he better not. Because Inception was like that little... Uh, what's it, what's the, the... The final the, frame the, of the yeah. totem. The totem. Like, yeah, the totem. Where the totem Teetering. wobbles or doesn't, uh, depending on your perspective. But the idea is that was like what would go, oh, maybe there's going to be a sequel, or he's just leaving it up to your brain. This had so much more... Yeah, you better give me some more shit, Nolan. He, he, <laughs> I don't know if his brother helped him out on it, but they could go deep into this storyline, and if so, we're gonna want to see that, and we're definitely gonna want to do a full-on episode when we're able to watch this and really take some notes, break it down, yeah, follow the things that we were thinking of with the first pass. What we should write down, what I want to talk about in a rewatch after we get more info is. Is it time travel or parallel universes? They touch on both. They touch about the idea of entropy and the effects of time travel and all this stuff. And like they deal with you drink, you use your own oxygen because the I don't think it's oxygen ev- doesn't work. And this is I don't think it's ever time travel. Like there's not they're not traveling. It's shifting between it's shifting between parallel mm-hmm. universes. Yeah. And that's what the that's opposite the, direction. Well, that's the thing. Inverted it's universes. that technology. It's because they're being inverted. It's right, not the they're not traveling through time. They're being inverted literally through that. Wheel, right? Yeah, but the part eventually that we're gonna find that. out yeah. that it was Doc Brown's yeah. granddaughter. Yeah, the part that was the weird is capacitor. In the present, there are there is technology that exists that has been there for a clip. These giant doors on either side of this. A lot of t- characters know what the hell's going on. Stuff's been around for a bit. So the guy that's kind of like sending everyone back is still an infant in this concept. But stuff's been here, not just in the future. Yeah. yeah. This, 
I like that a lot. Before we go too deep and turn this into a full-on episode, this was a good time travel, time manipulation movie. Yeah. On the same vein of the time machine, where it's like, if you go back in time and change something, was it worth going back in time, or would you ever have gone back in time? Does that even work, or do you have to stay back in time in order to create a new future? So, that is a phrase that is confusing, makes you think, and could give you all the answers you need at the same time. Yeah, (laughs) good luck with that. Good luck unraveling that one. But... Maybe you know. We'll talk I about mean, that one I mean, block, this I is this is just a little first impression bonus episode, and we will eventually do a full on breakdown where we talk for like two and a half, three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving into why do we want to watch it again? Uh, probably because it's going to take at least three or four watches of this. <laughs> this is so going to be a two part episode one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> No, we're, we're going to literally have to watch this and like one. speak through like the first like hour and 45 minutes and like that's all we can talk about. And then the next episode is the next hour and 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> we're going to have like the Lord of the Rings where we watched one disc and we're like, all right, let's meet up and talk about it. <laughs> and then we're going to be like, all right, now we can watch the second disc. Let's meet up and talk about it. But this one we're going to be like, where where do we where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we stop? Like, Look, let's just start with the opening <laughs> seven minutes of the movie, which is just insane. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that has been our first true impression of Tenet. It's really hard to not spin it off into full-on hour to two-hour conversation. Three hour, four hour, three three hours. hours. Who knows how long we could talk about it and still only be in the first act of the movie. (laughs) Right. But this was a fun movie. and Like an interesting movie to follow. So... This has been a bonus episode of One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. I've been Whit. I've been Paul. And I think I've been Ryan. We'll see when we talk about Tenet for real. Which for version, real. <laughs> which version of Ryan? The forwards or the backwards one? <laughs> Who knows anymore? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Bye. Bye.